This week on the Throncast, the Empire begins their final offensive, Mara wakes up on Coruscant, and Luke escapes not one, but two Imperial ambushes. Grab a blaster hidden inside of a book, it's time for the Throncast. Governor Price, these rebels have proven particularly stubborn. How do you intend to solve this problem? I need someone who sees a bigger picture. The Empire is getting better at anticipating our moves. I underestimated the commander. The previous attacks were clumsy, but this one was swift, precise. To defeat an enemy, you must know them. Not simply their battle tactics, but their history, philosophy, art. Grand Admiral Thrawn. I'm your host, Nancy, and today we're discussing chapters 5 through 8 of The Last Command. Joining me on this legendary journey are my co-host, Brian. Hello. Matthew. Hello. Amanda. Guten Tag. And Tyler. Hi. It's the last time you can say that, Amanda. Exactly. Well, I mean, nothing's stopping her from saying it, but it's with much less authenticity moving forward. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, that's Guten Tag. Oh, I said it. <laughs> I've never even been to Germany. <laughs> so, yes, welcome back to the Thronecast. We're very excited about this week because um, it's a very special episode in which two wonderful children are brought into the galaxy far far away oh wait i thought leia got uh, hooked on calf on a uh, calf pills no that doesn't happen in this <laughs> she's book. so excited she's so excited <laughs> she's so happen? scared so scared no it doesn't happen tyler <laughs> sorry what are you uh what what are what's happening <laughs> he's making a save hot by the Sunday. bell reference. do you not know about hot sunday i do Super not know important. about hot sunday Anyway, I worked with the choreographer of Hot Sunday One. <laughs> anyway, kids, go look up Saved by the Bell. How about not? on a lottery commercial? I seriously oh, that old like, show. Yes, get off my Saved lawn, Tyler. Saved by the Bell. I've never heard of this. Oh my god. Oh my god. And and I am officially old. I've heard of Saved by the Bell. That, that was a joke. I still don't know. I know. I know that about, there's but... like I I know that Brian, the one guy does the entertainment did. show. Is on it, and there's someone called Screech or something. The one guy that does the entertainment show, really? Meanwhile, I can recite practically every episode. See what you did. <laughs> See what you did. This is all your fault. This is your fault, Brian. No, wait. Let's discuss the guy that's on the entertainment show. <laughs> let's see later. Let's you know the one. Not. Let's discuss babies. <laughs> and uh, the, babies. And the fact that by... Uh, Star Wars corporate synergy. We are recording this episode the day before Empire's End releases. Uh, Approximately six hours before Empire's End releases. Not that I'm counting. Both featuring uh, the birth of Solo Babies. Yay! So that... that... Thank you for the spoiler. (laughs) I haven't read There was a Delray spoiler. (laughs) So thanks, thanks for that. It's yeah, not I, a spoiler was... that Ben Solo exists. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't know he was um, wait, born guys, in this we've known book. that for years. Spo- a lot. Spoilers: He becomes Kylo Ren. What? Come on! <laughs> don't, don't let me think about no. that. Okay. We're not thinking about Solo. And Jason Solo evil becomes today. evil. No evil Solo children today. <laughs> today they are just babies, and it's love and happiness. Are there no hard C sounds in the, the Star Wars universe? Because I always assumed it was Jaken. I did too. I did too. I th- Why are you laughing? I I used to pronounce him. I used to say Jason. And then. Jason yeah. would also work. But Jaken. I always is, just said yeah. Jason because it was the only thing that like made any made kind of sense in my mind. I guess I guess regular J S O N didn't wasn't Star Warsy enough. So yeah. I knew a guy named Jason spelled this way. Oh, I'm sorry for him. <laughs> I mean, he was in band. 
like that explains it. Oh. It explains a lot of weird personality <laughs> traits. I speak from experience here. Yeah. So anyway, yes, uh, new new old canon synergy. I didn't plan it that way, but I should claim that I did because I'm that good. <laughs> Brian's shaking his head no. Uh, isn't it acting that we're not rolling video right now because like my stupid grin is ridiculous <laughs> i'm so excited technically it's the fault our mixer melted down one week and we had to uh skip an episode Shh. no i planned it this way totally this was planned all planned it was nancy's master plan she actually wrecked your mixer i did so i broke it get a better one <laughs> and we could have like dj funk <laughs> Matthew, I will end you. I will end you. (laughs) DJ Funk in the house. Uh, Hey, what are you going to name your new microphones? Oh, no, please don't. (laughs) Moving on to chapter five. (laughs) Baby. Yes, there are babies. I was going to say not yet, but yes, there are babies in this chapter. So the New Republic Council, which is is so messed up, they are discussing (laughs) Thrawn's latest attacks. And Leia, being a smart person, immediately knows that Thrawn doesn't have a super weapon at his disposal and is using some sort of trick. Because if he had a super weapon, he'd be using it all the time. Which is, you know, a smart idea. Also, you know, Leia's just smart like that. Um, Thalia is being a total cranky pants about getting his hand caught in the cookie jar. And... Uh, is having some sort of self-imposed uh, Bothan silent treatment. <laughs> Which, I mean, I prefer. Or, yeah, <laughs> I, I hope all Bothans get contrite like this uh, because it's it's. Oh, but he's not nicer. contrite. He's just being pissy. Yeah, that's true. He's like, I'm not going to participate. He doesn't feel sorry. Quiet. He's sorry he got caught. Yeah, like just, every teenager. <laughs> and Akbar is throwing shade. Yes. Like, I love like, Akbar. Oh, shade. remember the second Death Star? That turned out really well for us, didn't it? Oh, my God. Ex- except this chapter notes that Akbar's voice is even more gravelly than usual. So I don't yeah. know. <laughs> remember the second Death Star? Oh, Can, this Can isn't, down this isn't much. This isn't really an Empire's End spoiler, but um, so Brian yeah, I heard that one before. Haha. <laughs> so Brian and I were reading the book to each other this weekend, and uh, Brian's Akbar was on point. <laughs> I just want to say that <laughs> on point. Uh, Except I had to stop like uh, a couple chapters into that because I was tearing my voice <laughs> to pieces. Yes. Yeah, you blow your voice out. You, I'm well. The first to Akbar didn't really bother me, but after doing Gravelly Akbar, I uh, I regret it. <laughs> um, I recommend Johnny Walker Blue. <laughs> so uh, I one of the things I like from this this scene is that Monomothma and Bell Iblis haven't haven't interacted much because she basically sent him out to the front lines as soon as he returned to Coruscant. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Nancy, it's so funny. I never saw the like romantic tension ship angle with them until you pointed it out. And now you can't unsee it. Right. Oh, my God. She was in the room for him for five minutes. And she's like, I need you on the front lines now. Go away. I can't need you anymore. I need your expertise as far away from Coruscant. Yeah. It's hilarious. (laughs) I can't. I can't stand to look at you any longer. It's breaking my heart. Please leave. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait till they actually interact because, yeah, it's too good. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. So I'm, I mean, I'm I shipping it now. Thank you. <laughs> I, I am decidedly not shipping it, but it's still really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, throughout this scene, Leia keeps noting uh, stomach pains, and she thinks it's just uh, a symptom Politics. of failure and being a jerk. Uh, I mean, I think we can all relate. I we it's, yeah we uh, can. This current uh, current. Uh, <laughs> climate <laughs> uh but, but meanwhile she- it turns out that true to form leia goes into labor in a meeting yeah she goes into la- <laughs> well because where else would she go into labor because that's all she is is in meetings all the time so i will say as the person here who's been in labor um <laughs> excuse what? me the first matthew one, hasn't <laughs> the, the first contraction you are like oh that's a little different than the ones that i have all the time i wonder if i'm in labor yeah, and then by the second or third one, you're like, 
I should probably turn on some sort of contraction timing app because I might be in labor. So I, I appreciate the way she was like, oh, that may not be what I think it is. And then when the next one happened, she's like, mm, yeah, maybe it's a good excuse to leave the meeting right now. It's baby time. <laughs> Sorry, I had to pause and remove my dog who's trying to lick my hydrocortisone cream off my foot. I'm not her. Mara, stop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Leia realizes sh she's in labor. And, uh, yeah, so uh, babies are coming. I also, uh, you know, Mara, God. <laughs> Mara, true to form, surprised. is being a butt during this podcast. <laughs> hey, so is Arya. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I had a, I have a friend who, um, she and I went to go see them, went to go to the movies. Uh, we saw Sex in the City 2, which was terrible. Um, and apparently she was in labor during the movie, but didn't realize it. And then that night she texted me and she's like, Hey, so I just had the baby. And I was like, uh, we were just hanging out like five hours ago. What the hell? And almost didn't make it to the hospital because she didn't realize that she was in labor until it was too late. And in her defense, this was like her fourth kid. So <laughs> she was she was very blase about the whole situation by then. Was was the movie like so bad that yes. it was like it's like oh this movie's so bad it's giving me a stomachache. The and that's child the child wanted out. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it now. <laughs> well, you get these like practice contractions. Yeah. For weeks Fra and it's just no fun. It's a hundred percent no fun. Yeah. Braxton Hicks, they're terrible. Yeah. But then when you get the first real one, it's a little different. <laughs> but literally it woke me up it was like two in the morning it woke me up and i was like hmm that one was a little different i wonder if i'm in labor i'm going back to sleep like <laughs> uh, so yeah um we uh move on to the birthing room uh han is a typical freaked out dad uh leia is able to calm the twins through the force uh which is a really sweet scene made worse when you know what will happen to them in the future but True. at this point in time we did not know that they were going to be evil so or one of them was going to be evil so say, Jaina is always the good child she will always be the good she child she was not hey. always the good child <laughs> and hey, she, okay she went, by comparison yeah she went goth for a she book. did go goth <laughs> <laughs> she wore like dark purplish black lipstick for one I book. mean that's yeah. That's literally the cover. Yeah. <laughs> was, Teenage was Rebellion it, was the was the book in like 2007 because no. Oh, I remember. I remember that time. That was a dark <laughs> time. It was. It was. It was in the New Jedi Order. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, it definitely. It was, um, it was more leftover 90s goth. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised that this. Oh, sorry. I was just oh, gonna say I'm... I was surprised that the scene came so soon, like with so much. I keep saying that in these Zon books, like, oh, I thought this was much <laughs> later in the book, but like, for whatever reason, I thought Leia's birth was like halfway through the book. Um, but uh, but no, it's right here up front, which yep. is because uh, it frees up, up Leia. Yeah, because she has to be stuff. able to do things <laughs> later and not yeah. just be around <laughs> breastfeeding and unable to, you know, move. Although she had a natural birth, so she wouldn't be as you know as unable to move around as much if she had had a c-section which she probably would have in real life because she's a tiny tiny woman giving birth to two babies right and like nobody lets you give birth to twins um anymore well also see I, also padme amadala well <laughs> so. yeah that whole thing there is that but I, yeah what's the article padme doesn't have an OBGYN. yeah <laughs> it's yes, true we there that is no maternity care in the galaxy far far away but there's flashing lights. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing. And so Tim Zahn is, is a good writer. And he is an excellent crafter of stories. Like, as we read through this and we're paying attention, we can really see mm. where he drops a hint here and it gets picked up there. And the craft behind this story is really excellent. Um, but I could definitely tell in this chapter that he is indeed male. <laughs> and that he has, in fact, never been in labor. 
mm-hmm. and has no idea what that experience is like. Well, at um, one point he refers to the business end of the birthing table. And like, yeah, and I just, if, if that had been that. in Han's POV, I would have let it go. But like, that was in Leia's POV. And I'm like, no, yeah. no. Well, and like, she probably, Leia being the kind of person she is, probably wouldn't have been lying down at that point. She probably would have wanted to move around. And the whole bit where she's like, hold me. I'm like, no, really at that point, you're more like, don't touch me or I will end you. Okay, but that's just a callback to the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, th- this yeah, because Tim's on just, seeing the movies and he has to remind you. <laughs> just very not a realistic depiction of what it's like to give birth at all. Look, in space, physics are different. There's <laughs> You're not in space. If it okay, had been in space, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, this was somebody a... Somebody write uh... me a scene where somebody gives birth in space. I'm just in saying... Zero-G. In in the Star Wars galaxy, maybe human bodies uh, work differently. Yeah, this this maybe is a scene where like a marsupial where flap where down there. Or bless something. your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a scene or where Tim really uh, needed to run it by you know a woman. Yeah, who well, was given I'm surprised birth. because yeah. you know he you know he was he was married, he had a kid, and uh, his editor was a woman. Uh, so you know. Somebody say something. Yeah. Wasn't his editor pregnant at the time? It was just happening. No, pregnant she with her birth she had just she... she had just had a baby. Because in the notes for Heir to the Empire, it says that she would have. You know, she's looking back on it. She should have like had him mention something about um, her being pregnant while she was climbing down the tree with <laughs> Chewbacca. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. Um, I'm trying to find this comic panel, but I can't find it. There, there's so there's a uh, Last Command comic adaptation adaptation. Uh, and there, oh yeah, I have it somewhere. The scene where Leia is giving birth has the absolute best uh, panel, where the doctor is you know crouching down, ready to receive the baby. Uh, he's wearing a light on his forehead. <laughs> because of course he is and he's giving a thumbs up in a really creepy way and it's hilarious <laughs> and i As really I recall the art for last command like wasn't great yeah that well um a, a, a listener tweeted at us um the panels last week when Mara is finding the the, the history of corvus minor and she's naked for no reason she's just they're what? like yeah like i i know in the book it says you know she changed into new clothes but it's like she gets naked goes to get the blaster while she's still naked and then goes then puts on her cat suit and it's like, like yeah like down no. the hall to the library yeah like covering there up are presumably other people i'm like what the hell those Comic are the same Antony. comics where pregnant Leia will spend the night on Kashyyyk in her skivvies, but then just gave birth Leia is lounging around the house in, like, a gown. Yeah. Well, each book and had I'm a like, different artist. that's not a thing. Each, each book had a different artist. And I, I actually like the, the artist on Heir to the Empire, but the artist that they got for Dark Force Rising and, and Last Command, and it's been a long time since I've looked at them, but, like, this is just my memory is that they were they were not good. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's just literally like, let the woman have some yoga pants. <laughs> space yoga pants. Yeah. Some space Lula Rose something. Yeah, like. I can't I can't find this panel. So listeners, um, if you can tweet us the panel of the thumbs up, doctor, I will. I would appreciate it. Hang on, that. I'm trolling Club Jade because I know she uses it all the time. All right. Nice. Uh, She'll so, have it. So, yeah, um, it's a sweet scene. Um, I don't like talking about it much right now, but, uh, it's a nice scene and there's a line that I really like, uh, out among the stars, there might be a war going on, but for here and for now, all was right in the universe. Which is Aww. precious. And my OTP is having babies and I love it. Aww. Aww. And then That's we got the space battle. <laughs> I know. This is the weirdest. Sh- this is the weirdest uh, scene shift ever. Tim, this is kind of an incongruous cut here. I think it's I mean, because it's great, he right? was like, he was like, all right, we just got really emotional and really girly. Now we need pew, 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 pew. 
<laughs> to balance it out. Like, oh, hey, this is the sound of me writing fluff for three whole paragraphs. <laughs> and we're done. All right. It does feel like he's like, like oh, got to. Got to reassert my masculinity yeah. here. Oh, God. <laughs> well, not just that, but also, like, for the readers themselves, it's like, uh, right. uh, the dudes are going to be like, uh, uh, we need to, we need to, you know, get the, get the space battles up. So, yeah, we go from, oh, I mean, it is, it's a good transition in that they're like, somewhere there's a war. And yeah. then they're like, in fact, it's on the next page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, uh, we go from that to uh, Rogue Squadron in action. <laughs> uh, As you do. Why not? Um, Bell Iblis uh, is there on the front lines. And uh, even with Bell Iblis's legendary tactical skill, they lose another system to the Empire. Um, yeah, there's really nothing much to talk about this except they have to retreat and lose another system. And they also mentioned Porkins formation, which I want to know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's round. Yeah. Oh, no. Poor Porkins. I love the fact that in the comic book, Porkins, uh, nickname is Piggy. Yeah. Um, there, there was something I, I did want to mention here that, uh, comes up a little later is that wedge you know mentions like oh my god how are the imperials doing this like they're bringing their ships out of hyperspace hyperspace so precisely Mm -hmm. it's magical it's we're all doomed and then he's like oh wait no there's that interjector cruiser over there they just like are aiming at that and then the cruiser pulls them out of hyperspace automatically yeah um and i mean it you know it goes back to what leo was saying about you know Thrawn, you know, using a trick instead of a super weapon. And and yeah, I mean, the the notion of Thrawn's, you know, mystical ability to outthink his enemies and his infallibility uh, will become important in a little bit. So mm-hmm. just wanted to to uh, flag that while we were here. Thank you, Matthew. Um, so moving on to chapter six. Uh, the wild card arrives in the Chazwa system, and this begins our smuggler uh, plot line of the novel. Uh, Aves admonishes Card for getting involved in the war, but Card says it's only because he doesn't trust the New Republic to find out where the Empire's clones are coming from. And again, methinks Koth. A car doth protest too much. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least now he is acknowledging that the Empire is the enemy and that they need to be stopped. Right? <laughs> like, baby steps, card, baby steps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, they run into another ship, the Currents Pride, which is captained by an old acquaintance, Samuel Thomas Gillespie. And I, I like that name. <laughs> Uh, Gillespie he sounds like an, an old like silent movie. He actor. does. <laughs> it's great. So uh, oh, Ga- yeah, I was thinking like Tammany Hall politician. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gillespie escaped the Empire at Ukio or Yukio or however you pronounce that. And is Yu-Gi-Oh. Now- we discussed this. It's oh, a card game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and is now being pursued at Chaswa. And then he pulled out his trumpet and performed a show. What? It's a, it's a dizzy Gillespie. Oh, okay. Joke. <laughs> that was dumb, dorky. Congratulations, two people in the audience who got that. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but Card isn't alone. So he decides to help uh, Gillespie because he's a fellow smuggler and you need to help out your fellow smugglers. Uh, but I Gilles- like, I like smugglers the before. Like- um, Hugglers? Hugglers? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Is this an aliens crossover? I don't know. <laughs> Space yeah. Um, I like that Card is like such a such a frosty bastard that he's like <laughs> uh, like Gillespie was a was an acquaintance. Like yeah. he won't even go so far as to call him a friend. He's an acquaintance. But but I'm gonna help out my acquaintance here. Yeah, right. He's so like he tries to be so big and tough and have no like no any sort of co- connections with anybody and it's just like shut up dude like yeah i mean at really? the same time like it's a, it's like it's very like you know good of him and honorable to mm-hmm. like you know jump in where he doesn't have to yeah i yeah. i side note i've i've gotten down a uh google's image search spiral trying to find that stupid pattern apparently there's I've, a lot of 
pictures of morons giving yeah. thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> um, but no, I, I ended up on, I, I think, a Mara Google image search, and I found a cosplaying couple of Luke and Mara when she's pregnant from rebirth and it made me really happy <laughs> like the woman's actually pregnant and it just made me smile that's another you're birth. totally already working on a maternity mara costume aren't you nancy no no if i if i would do zombie padme before that <laughs> which would also be fucking hilarious padme. yeah zombie, zombie padme. padme i'd come back and find all the anakins and yell at them and kill them <laughs> please Good. let me follow Good. you around yeah. with the camera when you do that <laughs> okay so um yeah the gillespie though is also not alone he's got his ships lurking about and uh they're able to uh, uh ward off the empire um which i thought was you know kind of nice he's like i'm not alone either <laughs> which is Kind of funny. Uh, they agree to meet in eight days' time in the Trogan system, and Card advises advises Gillespie to invite friends, which is like, what exactly are you planning, Card? A kegger. <laughs> a kegger I want to go to a smuggler kegger. A kegger. Well, you did see Luke Skywalker's bachelor party, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tyler's like, what? <laughs> There's a Wookiee carrying a keg. That's all you need to know. Tyler, yeah. I mean, I I only imagine that Wookiees throw the best keggers, so. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Wookiees, Wookiees know how to party. Smuggler kegger, smuggler orgy, maybe? I don't know what's going on. I would I would also sign up for that. <laughs> well, if Card's <laughs> going to be there, and if Card is played by Idris Elba, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not a, a hard sell. That's quite a leap of, uh, of assumptions there. <laughs> not a hard sell. It's my head cannon. No, I mean, I'm down with it. Yeah. <laughs> right? I, it's delicious. <laughs> or, or, I mean, an idea is that Irisalva playing everyone. Yes, also good. Hey, let's get some of those Sparty cloning cil- cylinders going here. <laughs> I, I'd be so confused. I, I, w- I wouldn't mind a clone army of Irisalva. <laughs> Who wouldn't? All right, so uh, you have to like feed and clothe them, like the Karen feeding of a dozen Irish oh, is actually the second thing. <laughs> what Karen feeding? <laughs> what you don't really no, need to clothe them, clothes. do you? Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is funny. I need to close out this because I'm so distracted. I found a an old anyway. thing of mine on the image search, so I'm closing it out now and paying attention. Moving on to Thrawn. Uh, Thrawn is preparing his troops to attack the Imperial Palace. Uh, then Thrawn and Peleon... Well, dis- infiltrate yes, the Imperial sorry. Palace. Yes, infiltrate. Then Thrawn and Peleon discuss an oncoming attack on Marist, in which I have in parentheses all caps, Really, Zon? Marist. 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 How do you Marist. pronounce that? Like Marist. that. Marist. Like Marist. wrist, but with an M. With an M. Yeah. Marist. Marist. All right. Sure. Uh, Pelion is worried that the New Republic will assume that this is another feint. Uh, Thrawn says that either they will defeat the New Republic forces that come to meet them, or they'll end up establishing a forward base near Coruscant. Either way, they win. Wahaha. Uh, they also discuss another raid on Nikon, the camera planet, for minerals that I am not going to try to pronounce <laughs> because <laughs> it's impossible. Oh, wait, let me see if I can. Uh... There's Tabana gas, which I can pronounce and lots of others that I can't. So, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. Are you going to try, Matthew? Yeah, I'm looking for it. Okay. Uh, oh, here we are. Uh, Tabana, Hufridium, <laughs> and Camrys. That's easy enough. Oh, yeah, sure. Really? I like I like Hufridium. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's for, our, for our listeners, H-F-R-E-D-I-U-M. Wow. Hufridium. Just throw, ju- you're just throwing, just throwing a consonants at the, at the wall there. That's how you do. Yeah. That's how you write a uh, sci-fi novel. Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
Uh, so chapter seven, Luke comes out of hyperspace around Honegger and is reluctantly allowed to land. Uh, the area where he lands is surrounded by cliffs and totally green with new plant growth. And this is where the title of the episode comes from, where Luke is staring out at the uh, new clean land and goes, they're plants. <laughs> and then realizes what a dumb statement it was. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the proper uh, enunciation there is, uh, they're <laughs> Shut up, Matthew. <laughs> Why are you the way the that part, you are? I've this never is the part where we have to remember. In the universe. Exactly. In Don't the make galaxy. fun of That's Ray. exactly what you have to remember at this point. We're talking about Luke. I'm not making fun of Ray. I'm making fun of Luke. Who is from a planet where there are no plants. And he has been told that it was desolate. He's been told that it's unlivable and that the land is untenable. Like in his head, he's not picturing anything actually growing. Like his mental no, picture mean, we, is we not all plant. Understand, like so, why he's surprised? It's just I'm totally defending Luke here, but <laughs> it's because Matthew is a terrible person. It's because I like to troll Nancy. <laughs> he which, does. Yeah, that's that's, that's the thing. I'm like it's because Nancy is my space twin, and I'm I'm defending her space twin for her. Plans. Like <laughs> when, when Luke thinks he's in space, it's unlivable. It doesn't Matthew, have plants. Matthew, so use he's the voice. Use the voice later on in the book for Luke. Okay, then you can totally time. do it. That's my new Luke voice. Um, can we discuss though the um, the sort of conflict within the Nogri people at this point? Because like yes. they know that they've been conned by the Empire, and yet they're still like holding Luke in high esteem and calling him Son of Vader and stuff. And I mean, at this point, they're holding him in high esteem because of what Leia's done for them. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like there's some, some like you know, there's decades of sort of habit almost yeah. to to sort yeah. of shake off. Yeah. And it's I don't know. I just there, I didn't really have anything beyond that. I just find the the conflict interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think that what I think that you know what would happen, right? If if mm-hmm. you found out that your entire species was being conned by a like and if if you know if it hasn't established as you know habit for so many years, like people would want to keep that. Yeah. And um. Yeah, that's... it's hard to give up the traditions. Like even though they yeah. know that they're being hoodwinked, like the, their culture is based on honor, as we know, because they come from Honegger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like in the the Mistborn novels, like the whole thing is that they're trying to take down the Lord Ruler, which is like this God Emperor guy, and like you know prove that he's not really a God Emperor. Yeah, but like they still like instinctively use like Lord Ruler as like a swear, mm-hmm. and like they catch themselves. They're like, oh, you know, I've been doing that for years, and yet I'm still, you know, even now, you know, that we're doing this thing, and that I know, you know, what's going on. Like I'm still like you know using that as a swear just habitually. It's just interesting. Yeah. So um, two things of note from the section. Um, I like how people have to hold out their hands to the Nogri to gain their trust because it reminds me of my cat. (laughs) And I'm sure anyone who has a cat or skittish animal can relate. (laughs) Or a dog, isn't it? You're supposed to let the dog like smell your hand before you pet them. Yeah, you are. But I do it to my cat, too, because she's so skittish. So like, I'm like, here... I'm not going to, like, you know, scare you. And then I just move an inch and she's like, ah! <laughs> Although, I mean, Zahn does describe, like, the Nogri speech as, like, mewling. Yeah. Which, which sound is cat. He had, sound. and he had, I think he has cats, so. Well, and he talks about, like, their razor sharp teeth. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Nogri are cats, headcanon. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> the title, Son of Vader is so badass and i love it so much and i always have i don't know why it's just it it just sounds lady vader is really cool but son of vader just sounds i don't know i just i've always sounds like the title of phil collins song (laughs) it sounds really cool it it almost sounds as cool as say the glove of darth vader (laughs) no it does not (laughs) at all there is nothing cool about that also also, if you Google some of Vader, you might come up with something on the front page. I'm just saying. 
Okay. Do it later. Okay. You can't. No, no, don't do it. Don't say anything. Because people have to discover for their own. We got a half hour to get through the oh, rest okay. of this uh, rest of this reading selection. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that before. Um, so yes, Luke has to remain on Hanagar for two days while an Imperial ship is being repaired in orbit. Question. When did the Imperial ship arrive? <laughs> It got there after Luke did. Okay, because I was very confused because Luke arrives, there's nothing there's no ships in orbit, and then they're like, Oh yeah, we have to wait for the Imperial ship, and I'm like, did I miss when it arrived? Did that get skipped over in the book I had or something? I mean no, I No, they just um I think this is another case of your Kindle version not having the page the paragraph break. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Um, because there are let me see here. I mean, there is a pair. There is there is a section break there, but I'm like, when did when did it actually show up? I mean, I figured it out, like because they had said, you know, imperial ships come here. Yeah, know. no, there's a there's a section where <laughs> um, on the front page <laughs> where Cabarac, um offers to help Luke with the uh, with pulling out the fuel cells, and Luke says, "Come on, toolkits in the ship." Then there's a section break. Yeah, and then. Uh, Cabrock says there is further word from Nasto. The captain of the Imperial ship has decided to complete minor repairs here. And then he talks about. Okay. I think says, like, I oh. think it was the way. I think it was the um, that they called it the Imperial ship and not a Imperial ship. That well, right? Because goof jumped forward to after Luke's already been informed about its its presence there, and he says, you know, the strike cruiser up there could have easily turned up at a far more awkward time, say when yeah. the Nagri tech team had been in transit to her from the valley, or even while Luke himself was headed out to space. Yeah. So I mean, clearly, like they were working on Luke's X-wing, and then the the strike cruiser showed up, and yeah. then Luke was like, "Oh shit, I'm stuck here." Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, like I said, I, I, I it made sense because they said, you know, ships come here all the time. So like, I'm like, oh, okay, a ship must have come, but like, I. I, I would I would have worded it differently. I would have said the captain of an imperial ship or whatever, but whatever. I'm not writing the book. <laughs> um, but you did write this other thing. No, shh. Nah, eh, eh. I'm not saying anything it's else. It's an Easter egg. <laughs> what? I'll tell you later. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's a secret. So, no spoilers. Yes. No spoilers. It's a secret to everybody. <laughs> So uh, Luke agrees. Um, so uh, oh, <laughs> oh my God! You guys are funny. <laughs> so Luke tells why you hired us, Nancy. I know. So Luke tells Cabarac that he does not think that Honegger can be saved, but the New Republic can help them find a new world to settle on. Which I appreciate that Luke is honest with them. And it's not like just giving them platitudes, um, but, you know, is also being, you know, earnest Luke Skywalker and is like, we'll help you find a new home because <laughs> uh, that's what he does. So in a very important scene, Luke has a vision of Leia in danger, which we know is going to happen. Uh, but unlike on Dagobah, he doesn't run off and get his hand chopped off because he's grown and he knows that Leia can take care of herself. Yeah, I think the difference is that Leia has a lightsaber of her own now. And, you know, a Imperial Palace guards, <laughs> you know, and, and, and regiment not walking into a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, she's good. Yeah. And that time that she, you know. Sliced a guy in half lengthwise. She's she's yeah. herself. She can handle herself now. I also like that he's he's conflicted about it. Like he knows he needs to stay because he'll put himself and the no grand danger. But he really wants to go and help her, <laughs> uh, which you know is is more in character because Luke would do the right thing, but he'd also be really annoyed about it. So. Yeah, I mean, I think Luke is more worried about protecting the Nogri than anything else. Because, I mean, he could probably, like, get his one little X-Wing, you know, yeah. away from the planet. Yeah. Um, but um, but then the, the, the jig, as they say, would be up. So. Yes. Um, so we hop over to Camera Planet. <laughs> <laughs> I just like saying that to <laughs> Nick Long. It was, 
We we just determined that it was named after a fan, not not the camera company. I don't care. That's the camera planet. <laughs> <laughs> so we hop over to the camera planet, camera planet where Nomad City has been effectively destroyed because uh, it can't move anymore. So once the Terminator hits them, it'll basically burn up, which is sad because Nomad City is so cool. Um Bell Iblis arrives to offer assistance uh, to Lando and his crew. Uh, Lando decides that instead of going with them to another location to wait for help, to just go with them to Coruscant um, to ask for help evacuating the city. And uh, besides... Well, not evacuate the city. <clears throat> well, Excuse me. They want a ship to like lift the city out yeah, of there to, yeah. uh, to effect repair somewhere else. Yeah. So it because we know Nikon is like a hellhole and nobody wants to be there. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, it'll also let him see Han and Leia and the twins. Also, it sets up all the set pieces so he can be there <laughs> when he yeah. needs to be for the plot. <laughs> Time to get Lando back, everybody. <laughs> I... Seven whole chapters. Lando got seven chapters to himself, and now now he's he's back with Han. <laughs> I imagine like like a fishing rod and like just reeling him back in. Like, all right, come on, Lando. <laughs> <laughs> So chapter eight, we begins with Leia nursing her babies. Uh, Han remarks that based on how Jason is gripping his fingers, he's going to be a strong one. <laughs> and then Leia's like, you should feel the grip on this end. Just like, ha 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 ha. Breastfeeding is terrible. Basically. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I was, what, 11 or 12 when this came out. I don't think I really realized yeah, what, like, no. going on. And, like, on a subsequent, you know, read-through, I was like, oh, I yeah. get it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Han goes off to talk with uh, Drayson about helping Lando getting ships. And there's some funny ban banter about them playing Sabacc. And Han says, me and Lando wouldn't know what to do with a fleet of our own. <laughs> Which... Makes me laugh. Is that, your, is that your Han voice? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Brian shaking his head at me in disappointment. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, winter arrives. Winter is coming. <laughs> winter arrives. But like the good kind. Yes. <laughs> winter arrives and says that she thinks she's discovered Imperial agent in the palace. <laughs> Which, sorry, I just have technically. For, I just what? have the title for my new fic. <laughs> Winter is coming, but the good kind. <laughs> hey oh god. Um. So she says that she discovered an imperial agent in the palace, and she's so like proud of herself, and like also worried. And then Leia's like, "Oh yeah, Mara. Yeah, we know." <laughs> uh, Leia's like, "Where had you?" Like, hasn't like told her, but she's like. She's like, yeah, you know, whatever. She's she's probably fine. Yeah, well, she says whatever Mara was in the Empire, she's no longer on their side. So, like, she doesn't know the whole truth, and no one does, really, except for Luke. Well, I don't think she even, because, I mean, she goes on that fishing expedition in a sec, and, like, yeah. she, <laughs> I don't think Luke told her anything. Like, no. I don't think she knew that she was with the Empire at all. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Leia is an adult. <laughs> So she just goes to talk to Mara. She's like, I'm just going to go ask her. And I'm like, yes, well, and this is after you do. She's like, she's begging off a party. So Mon Moth was trying to get her to come and like do this whole work slash mingle at this reception <laughs> thing. And she's like, hey, is that party still going on? And Han's like, yeah. She's like, okay, I'm not going to it. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, but I guess I'll go get dressed and go talk to Mara. Yeah. Watch she's the like, kids. We get she's to like, finally solo, watch I have children. an excuse to like put off Mon Mothma. We get to have the two the two main female characters in this trilogy get to have a conversation. Just nice. And it's great. And it's great. It is. It is great. And it's also, it always reminds me of how, like, uh, fandom used to, like, characterize Mara and Leia as not having a good relationship. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> they had a great relationship. Their best relationship, like, just even starting off here. When yeah. Mara's in, like, 
angry tantrum mode. Yeah. Like, and she's still, you know. she's like, I'm going to kill your brother. And Leia's like, is that really what you want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, so Leia goes over there and she, you know, knocks on the door. Of course, Mara is in the a middle of one of her visions of the emperor's death, which, you know, and she's, great she's naked ta- for some reason. Like, I don't like she answers the door and she's naked and Leia's naked. I, <laughs> I don't really understand why. What are you? It's really confusing. Matthew, it's really confusing. Matthew, that was your dream last night. <laughs> Matthew, you were not story. Matthew, you were not storyboarding 1990s era comics. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, you, you you're not you're not Rob Leefield. Stop. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I wish I had Rob Leefield's talent. Oh God. So <laughs> wait, no, I meant money, not talent. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That that I would go for. So, of course, Mara is not in the best mood because she's, like, super cranky and PTSD right now. Um, uh, Also, she's Mara. What? Also, she's Mara. Yeah, she is. But she has a reason to right now. (laughs) Um, So they discuss Thrawn a little bit and, like, his tactics and what he's like. And then Mara, like, Leia's like, all right, she's about to leave. And Mara's like, I'm going to kill your brother. Did he tell you that? (laughs) And Mara's just like, and Leia just turns around and she's like, are you really? (laughs) And then Mara gets really mad. Like, trying to provoke her, trying to start a fight. And Leia's just like like Deanna Troying the fuck out of her. <laughs> well, yeah, and also you gotta remember I don't Leia's know got that reference. two newborns who we have just established don't have a synced up schedule. So this woman is so sleep deprived, she is numb to everything. You couldn't shock her with a cattle prod. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, no. It's like I mean she's got the disposition of someone that just smoked all the pot in Denver. <laughs> Well, but I mean, also, like, she is, she is like a trained diplomat and she is, you know, you know, strong with the force. And I mean, I think she's like, can read the situation enough, well enough to know that like Mara, you know, I mean, Mara thinks she's serious, but well, and Leia goes in to, you know, like, well, wow, you could have killed him here and here and here and oh, also here and you didn't. So what's up with that? Let me tell you about what happened to me at Endor, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just you. Yeah, the, the uh, weird liked, shit really is happening. That. I liked I liked that uh, that Leia shared that with Mara, and I like that, you know, it was Leia's revelation that starts Mara realizing that maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't like in her head. Yeah. Or and it, this is this is a a moment that's like a kind of an intimate thing for Leia to admit that yeah. she had this experience. Um and it really sort of lays the foundation for like the next 20 years of friendship between these two characters. Yeah. Like this is the first moment that they start to trust each other. And that becomes really important really soon in this book. Mm-hmm. And that stays really important many, many years into the future when one person's baby is staying with the other person and the other person's kids with the other person and there's wars going on and and I need to talk to you about this and I have to absolutely trust that you trust what I'm saying. And yeah. it's like, it's a really deep and abiding friendship that happens between these two characters. And this is the moment it starts, which is really profound. Yeah, she, um, the, Mara says something about the fact that, you know, Luke ruined her life and she lost everything. And do you know what that's like? And, Mar- and Leia's like, uh yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, playing the Alderaan card. <laughs> and it's funny because Mara Mara like immediately realizes that she's, you know, hecked up there. She's talking but... to one of the last survivors of Alderaan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You hecked up, Mara. You hecked up. Yeah. But um but she knows Leia watched Alderaan blow up. Like yeah. she is where yeah. that's the thing that happened. <laughs> she's like, and oh she's like, you you had friends. Too yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you said, um she, you know, she's like, Are you really you do you really want to kill Luke or is it the Emperor, you know, you know, influencing you? And she's like, No, it wasn't like that. Like, you know, I had I he he didn't control me that way and you know, she's like, well, maybe there is some remnant of him. And I mean, we we know as readers that this is exactly what's happening because Mara clearly doesn't really want to kill him. Like, because she could have. Um, she He's earned her trust and she's earned his trust. And, um, you know, 
they saved each other's lives but she keeps hearing the voice and it's you know i i i made a you know flippant comment earlier about you know she's all ptsd but i mean really like she's all ptsd yeah that's i mean she's hearing voices in her head and she can't get it to stop no matter what she does and um that's yeah that's the thing yeah and leia who also is like poster girl for ptsd and doesn't ever open up about things like them having that moment yeah it, i like to be i like it because the book this trilogy finally passes the bechdel test well it does um, before because it has because winner and and leia talk to each other and mon mothma and leia talk to each other but this is like you know like know two, two women having leia a substantive never, conversation i don't know that leia never opens up about things she's she's pretty honest with her emotions throughout this trilogy yeah she's more i don't think it's that she's dishonest it's just she's she's reserved you know, she, 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 she accepts it and then moves on to get what's done. You know, she doesn't really dwell on it at all. Um, oh, you mean Alderaan specifically? I mean, sure. Yeah. 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 No, I just was talking about and her, that whole like, tortured within an inch of her life business. She doesn't really talk to about that party there. By her dad. I was just talking about her emotional, uh, you know, availability. Yeah. Time. No, no, it's nothing. She, I've like I. A lot of people portray Leia as being some sort of ice queen, which she's not. She's just, you know, she has an emotion and then she deals with it and then she gets on with what needs to be done. <laughs> you know. Um, and if she needs to revisit it later, she'll do so. Yeah. Like. Like, you know, there's the there's no time for our SARS, Commander. The royal subjects, because, mm-hmm. damn it, that's what you do. You yep. you put your princess panties on and you get off <laughs> your day. Uh, yeah, I do every day. Uh, one thing. Only variety I own. One Enjoy thing that, that was. Visual. <laughs> no. <laughs> one thing that was confusing <laughs> about <laughs> this section was that. Um, Leia mentions Thrawn's mixed heritage, uh, which makes me wonder: was like what? I, I, you know, they didn't have the whole like Chiss backstory yet at this point in the timeline. But like, was he supposed to be half human, or was he supposed to be full alien, or what? Because that was just that was a weird uh, phrasing, and I didn't know if they meant like biologically mixed heritage or the fact that he's an alien, but you know basically came up the ranks of the empire so well i mean just thought that was interesting i think han like describes him as like you know he looks human except for like the the blue skin and the the red eyes so maybe leia just like assumes that he's like a crossbreed between you know a human and some other like more alien yeah kind of dealio i don't know Mm -hmm. it's probably just a a hiccup in in zon's writing yeah also earlier in the chapter when Mara when uh, Mara is waking up and uh, she reaches out with the force and senses someone arriving and she thinks it's Luke and then she opens up the door and it's Leia and that makes it always like makes me smile when people mistake the two of them for each other through the force because it you know reiterates the fact that yes they are twins and they have the same force sense. And I used that idea in a fanfic once. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Mara, um, much to her chagrin, has to admit that Leia has a point, but um, it's you know it's not a compulsion. It, this is she wants to kill Luke, uh, but I do, I do, I do, I do want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Uh, so, um, she's, you know, having this existential crisis, and then she senses danger, Will Robinson, danger, 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 and, uh, goes out to investigate and spots Imperials in the palace, and she knows that they are Imperials, because she can tell by the way they move, and... You can tell by the way they use their walk, they're Imperials. (laughs) my god. I hate the way you. they move. I hate you so much. <laughs> <sighs> Brian, now you have to do it. What, say the line in uh, yes. Barry Gibb falsetto? Yes. And do you it. can tell by the way they use their walk, they're imperials. <laughs> no time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so ha, 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 stay alive. <laughs> Someone please cap that for me. If, if 
Someone please um, cap that for me. <laughs> I need this at karaoke the week we're down there for celebration. I need it. Well, we write Silk the whole song about it's staying alive because the Imperials aren't going to hit anything when they shoot at it. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm a baritone. I can only do about three or four bars of falsetto before I blow my voice out for a week. I promise oh, who are you asking to cap it? You got the mixer literally right in front of you. He won't cap it. And I don't know how to use all that stuff. I don't stay know how to use Audacity. We'll, we'll get a tweet from Throncast. Oh my God. Capture that and get it to Nancy. <sighs> Just remember, That's you asked me to do a Barry Gibb falsetto. I have, you asked me. I have two more sentences. I have three more sentences. Okay. No, two more sentences. Three more. She steps into the hallway with her blaster, but then her blaster from the history of Corvus Minor. <laughs> but then, <laughs> but then someone comes up behind her and says, "All right, Jade, nice and easy. It's all over." Gasp! Who I, could it be? Who could it be? I like to read that line in a in a uh, '30s gangster voice. <laughs> See, it's all right, all, all right, Jade, it's all over. <laughs> nice and easy, Shay. It's all over. Ah, Shay. Ah, Shay. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. Yeah. That is not a 30s gangster movie. I don't care. That is a fake movie (laughs) and a dumb movie. Whatever. Keep the change. How do you hate Home Alone? Because it's dumb and stupid (laughs) and dumb. Boy, you're 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 wow. you're getting uh, Roger Ebert eloquent there. <laughs> I actually I actually don't really care about Home Alone, I, but the like it's one of these things where okay. like the the resurgence of affection for it over the past few years has like irritated me okay. for some reason. <laughs> Tell me what you think about North. No, stop. Okay, that's all we have for today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're done with our chapters. <laughs> Um, so we will go around the horn as we always do, and today we will start with Tyler. Um, <laughs> I liked. <laughs> Did you? Did you like it? <laughs> it was good. Oh, Tyler. Uh, yes, it was good, <laughs> and I enjoyed it. Oh. I enjoyed it. Was the, did the uh, did the cliffhanger have you have you on the edge of your seat for next week? Well, yes, but also <laughs> I, I have a vague idea of what happens. Uh-huh. So, what do know. you think happens? Um, they they steal they, the babies and all die. <laughs> <laughs> they survive. Jason becomes a terrible, terrible jerk. Um, well, that doesn't happen for a long time. Not in this book. Yeah. He's no, just I'm, a baby. I but, no, you asked you asked me what happened. And so <laughs> you didn't specify. <laughs> um, Such no, I, mean, I have I have a strange feeling that everything turns out okay. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. I mean, not for Mara in the long run, but Oh. <laughs> Brian. I, I'm starting to realize I'm only on this show to do voices. No, <laughs> no, you, no. That's, that's, also uh, run the that's Bauer's job. You provide cutting commentary, but mostly Boy voices. voices. <laughs> also run the mix. The reason people tune in for the show. <laughs> uh, I was told that this was a very special episode, so I don't understand what the heavy-handed takeaway is. Uh, don't do drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> babies. Oh my god! Can you imagine a drug-free campaign with Admiral Akbar? <laughs> <laughs> I can now. Can't say no it to would drugs. almost be like the R2 and 3PO anti smoking ad. ad. Right? What? Someone, someone would what? offer. You don't know about this? Offer another kid no. Stop and say, stop the trap. I, it sounds I can, awful. I'm Not finding it now. That sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, anything with 3PO sounds awful. It's a, Yeah, there's there's a YouTube ad. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. I'd I'd actually like a triple zero BT uh, anti smoking campaign where they threaten to like torture, <laughs> torture and murder you if you smoke. <laughs> Brian, any other thoughts? Or that's it. I they were good chapters, Brian. Oh God, <laughs> Matthew. Hey yo, um, yeah, it's good stuff. It's uh, it's a lot of table setting, obviously. I mean, also the birth, but uh, you can set babies at a table. 
<laughs> what? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where that uh, that metaphor is going. Um, no, I I liked it. Um, like I said, I was surprised the birth was so soon, but it's it's nice to. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, not to sound callous, but it's nice to have that out of the way so that Leia's yeah. not like waddling her way through the rest of the book. Yeah. Well, it's um, also, so she, I mean, it's been going on for for two books, so it's nice to have that happen right, right in it, the third yeah, book. Yeah, and I mean, you know? it's, it's just, you know, it would have just started to, you know, get extra unrealistic that she yeah. was like still like swinging around on vines and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the scene with, with Leia and Mara. Um, that, uh, that, that really worked well for me. Um, the cliffhanger is mm-hmm. exciting. Um, and, uh, yeah, good stuff. Yes. And finally, Amanda. Baby. <laughs> um, you know, That's I'm, it. I'm good night, gonna, folks. Yeah, you know, stereotypes happen because they're based on kernels of truth. And I, at this moment, am that kernel of truth of girl fan who has been invested in the Han Solo Princess Leia romance since I was in preschool who (laughs) picked up these books because someone said the words Han Solo changing diapers. And yeah, I love it. I adore it. No, no, I was not in preschool when these books came out. I was in (laughs) high school. Um, I, I love their relationship. I love how in love they are. I love how she makes jokes about how like, uh, I love you, but change the babies. Um, I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. And yes, the rest of the story is also lovely, too. I love that Leia and Mara are starting to develop this relationship that, like I said, 20 years later, uh, Mara's little boy is going to be like, your best friend's a lizard. And Mara's going to go, no, Aunt Leia's my best friend. <laughs> At which point he goes, Aww. that doesn't count. She's family. That um, makes Because me I don't sad. know why, but I have that scene memorized. Um, so I like that Leia is finally getting female friends, which has been a problem always Mm -hmm. in star wars that she's like the only girl um and there are only so many things you can talk to your brother about uh and yeah babies yay (laughs) babies are cute babies are wonderful babies are adorable but then they grow into toddlers and there's a reason there's not a whole lot of books written around that era because good god (laughs) yes uh so yeah i like these chapters um it's I, I'm I'm finding that this book is slower going than I remembered. Um, so I'm wondering if my um if this book is gonna stay my favorite as the reading goes on. Um I think it picks up pretty quickly. It does, and also the end is is really, really good. But um it's so good. But yeah, um Looking forward to see it all come together. And also, I was remiss in our news segment. I did not mention this past week's episode of Rebels, which uh, can change a reference to a certain character by a certain title that had some people like me freaking out. Uh, I haven't even seen it, and I know about this. Yeah, so <laughs> they I refer have to uh, Gar Saxon as... And the emperor's hand, uh, and I freaked out. And then, uh, you know, there was an article about it uh, where Dave Filoni was like, "Yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean anything." And I was like, "Whatever." <laughs> yeah, no, nothing in Rebels doesn't mean anything. Well, yeah, no, I mean, things. I think, I think Dave Filoni put it in there just to like, you know, to mess troll with people. Yeah, <laughs> but I, but I also don't think that he's the, you know proper noun emperor's hand i'm holding out hope it was it wasn't capitalized in the closed caption it is capitalized in the closed caption capitalized in the closed caption oh for fuck's sake (laughs) (laughs) and i think it's hilarious that i know this I'm holding rebels next week. Why am I surprised? I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope. Well, no, I mean, what I was going to say is it doesn't necessarily mean that there won't be an emperor's hand in the future Mm -hmm. and that that emperor's hand might not be a feisty redhead. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I want the rank to be canon more than I want her to be canon because I I can fanfic her in wherever I want her to be. Attic wife. <laughs> yeah. I can totally fanfic that in wherever I want it to be. Um I just I 
would like for the position to be canon. Also, uh, if he was emperor, if he is the emperor's hand, like as a position and not just like a reference, um, it's different because emperor's hands are supposed to be all force sensitive. So right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, the way the line was delivered, it felt like uh, what's his face Sabine's brother was just sort of like speaking and you know arch metaphors the way that mandalorians like to do yeah yeah but we'll see yeah we will no thrawn either last week which was i sad. know soon oh but the um the uh the the lego set phantom 2 is out and that has a thrawn minifigure nice. so if you're in if you're into that uh that's a thing you can buy next weekend i next week's episode i believe we will be getting uh a lot of thrawn <laughs> Because it's a Agent Callus themed episode. (laughs) I love that they're doing the MASH episode point of view in Star Wars. Yeah, it's going to be weird. (laughs) The whole episode's not going to be like that, is it? I think the whole episode is that. That's so weird. (laughs) Are you serious? It's called Through Imperial Eyes. I don't know if it's going to be the whole episode. It's a kid's show, and it's like... It's it's in the third season. Normally, like they wait until like six or seven seasons before yeah, but they start all, experimentating. It's also a kids show, so it's not going to make it six or seven seasons. <laughs> uh, I yeah, mean, if it is whatever. That, I'm going to get to watch it, and that's really exciting. I've Yay. never seen an episode of Bubbles. Yay! Never. never. You don't even have like the Blu-rays. No, they wouldn't play here. <laughs> you could. They're region locked. Yes. Right, but I mean, they don't. They don't sell them. They don't sell region B. But then why they would, would be in German. <laughs> yeah. Why would you? Oh, buy right. them? Language they, German. They wouldn't, be, they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be in English with like optional subtitles. <laughs> Sorry. Why this is so I, totally this is off, so off point. point. You're now. coming home in a week. Where? You can buy the damn yeah. Friday. <laughs> okay. Where? It's Monday. Let's... Tomorrow I'm going to read Empire's End and write one of my most fabulous spit it out at the end of reading a book think pieces <laughs> about it for Tashi Station because that's what I do. Um, and then the next day I am going to sleep and then I'm going to get on a plane and go back to Seattle on Friday. And on and, Saturday, and we're going to gonna end the podcast. <laughs> I'm, just very, I'm very interested in, in region locked different. I, it's a thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this broadcast that gets more and more off the rails each week. Extra, extra fast. We are edition. a Tashi Station podcast. This episode has been brought to you in part by Harry Universe and by you, our Patreon subscribers. You can find us all on Twitter with the handles Tashi underscore Station, Nancy Pants, Lane Winree, MR Bowers, Man of the Ginger, Cyberpunk Warlock. You can find our columns and news at TashiFanStation.net. Tune in next week when Mara saves the day and then is promptly screwed over. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye.